With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Iceberg to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. The Penguins returned to action last night with a big 3-0 victory over the Winnipeg Jets. And entering the game, the story was, for the first time in a while, they were nearly at full strength, minus the absence of Matt Nieto, who has missed an extended period of time and is recovering currently from knee surgery. They got Riley Smith back in the lineup. John Ludwig was available to them, so he is healthy and ready to go at any point. Yes, Apul Yarvi was called up and brought back to the NHL for the first time since May of last year. So the Penguins on paper looked as good as they have looked pretty much all season long to this point. And then Nolachari gets taken out of the game. We'll talk about the impact of his absence moving forward because as of right now we don't know how long that absence will be but if he misses time it is a major loss for the Pittsburgh Penguins we'll talk about that but before that we need to get into the hit itself from Jets defenseman Brendan Dillon now Dillon gets a five-minute major he gets a match penalty which means he was ejected from the game and as we'll talk about in a little bit, I'm assuming he's going to get a call from player safety and will probably not be suiting up for the Jets for a couple of games. Now, the Penguins, fortunately for them, are able to take advantage and score two goals on the subsequent major penalty. I would say that, honestly, looking at that game and the way that game was trending, if Brendan Dillon doesn't make that hit, the Penguins probably end up losing that game. The Penguins only scored one goal at 5-on-5. Five five. They won 3 to nothing, and yes, Tristan Jari was standing on his head, but as we saw in the third period, the Penguins were getting outskated heavily by the Winnipeg Jets for the majority of the third period and also the majority of the second period when they weren't on the man advantage. So the Penguins, they take advantage, they do what you're supposed to do, they score two goals for their fallen teammate, and they win this game by a score of 3 to nothing. The hit itself, there's obviously always discussion, always discourse on dirty versus not dirty. The intent to injure is the reason he got the match penalty. That is the explanation in the guidebook. You get a match penalty whenever referees in ice level or on ice level determine that there was intent to injure there or, in this instance, obvious, clear head contact. And there was clear and obvious head contact. Brendan Dillon makes direct contact basically solely with Nolachari's helmet. It pops off into the sky. Achari then also 
goes face first onto the ice, which couldn't have helped, probably helped leading to that, you know, bloody nose and probably, you know, it, it was bad. He was in distress. It did not look good. Now, I see a lot of people online saying, you got to keep your head up, saying, what is he supposed to do? He doesn't, you know, throw the elbow out. And he doesn't. He doesn't flare the elbow out. But what he's supposed to do is take a better angle. I get it. It's a physical game. I also get it. Nolachari is a veteran in this league. He knows that if he has his head down, it's getting up the ice. There is a chance he's going to get hit. But it's incumbent upon the defenseman to take a better angle there. Because it's not like Nolachari leaned over just prior to the hit from Brendan Dillon. Brendan Dillon had him in his sights, and Achari was bent over his head leading his body pretty much the entire way through the neutral zone. So a better angle makes that a shoulder-to-shoulder hit into the boards. Yeah, a big hit separates body from puck, but it's probably not a penalty. Achari is certainly not in the position that he's in right now with his health. And you probably, like I mentioned, win that game. So, uh, in my opinion, Dylan, it's just a boneheaded play. I don't think there was intent to injure there. I think it was a bad angle that he took. I think it was bad contact. He does have a history of some borderline hits, but I don't think there was intent to injure there. But I do think there was clear and obvious head contact that could have been avoided. He wanted to make a hit. He wanted to make a play. It turned out in the absolute worst way possible for Nolachari. I do think that you see Brendan Dillon obviously thrown out of last night's game. I think you see him get a call from Department of Player Safety. There's some people that look at this and say, if it's not as bad as the Brendan Gallagher hit, then it's not dirty. That I don't agree with. But I do agree with the fact that it's not going to be as many games suspension-wise as the Brendan Gallagher hit a few weeks ago. What I think you're going to see is the NHL look at him and say, listen, you're suspended until after these two teams play again on Saturday. Because the NHL Department of Player Safety is nothing if not trying to avoid retaliation. That's about the only thing that they are consistent with. If the fact that the Penguins and the Jets play once again on Saturday, I would imagine Dylan sits however many games they play until after Saturday. That's probably going to be the way that the Department of Player Safety wants to go with it. And honestly, that wouldn't surprise me in the least. But again, I don't work there. And they have certainly surprised everybody in the past, so we'll wait to see. The league, in my opinion, probably won't want him in the lineup Saturday when these two teams play again because they won't want that to turn into a circus like it has so many times over the past couple of years. Now, Mike Sullivan, after the game, did provide an update on Nolachari. This is what he had to say, quote, He's doing okay, but being evaluated right now. We'll allow the league to go through their process like they always do. At the end of the day, our opinions don't really matter. Our major concern is Noel and his health, and he seems to be doing okay, which is, at this stage, the best thing you could hear from head coach Mike Sullivan. You're hoping that he's all right. You're hoping, especially after how much distress it looked like he was at on the ice, he couldn't stand up. He was trying to get up, which is the scariest thing, too, because you talk about that contact between his head and the ice. He tries to stand up again, and he falls. If that happens again, that's just escalating the, the impact and the injuries that he already had, so... The good thing is, it seems to be like he's in good spirits. It seems to be that he's not in distress anymore, which is a good thing. The question then becomes, after seeing that he's all right, after seeing that he's out of the woods, what does this do to impact the Penguins going forward? Achari, obviously, with concussions, I always say it because I've had a couple of concussions in my day because of hockey. They're notoriously difficult to predict. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how 
you're going to respond basically for the next couple of weeks. Even when you're cleared, you don't know how you're going to respond at some times. You can always fall back. Achari's injury is a major blow to this Penguins team. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Some people will look at it and say he's a fourth-line center. Okay. It's not that big of a blow. Like, you can get another fourth-line center, and I'll talk about who I expect to take his spot in a minute. And while he might not produce offensively, and he doesn't, he doesn't produce very much, at, if at all, offensively, he leads the charge for Penguins forwards on the back end. What did we talk about the entire offseason when Kyle Dubas was making additions to this bottom six? This is a defense-first bottom six. They might not score a whole lot, but they're certainly going to be good defensively. Nolachari is the head man of that unit. I actually had a full episode about this a couple weeks ago, I think on January 17th, where I said he's the unsung hero for a lot of the reasons I'm going to lay out here. So missing him, losing him for whatever period of time it's going to be, is going to be a big blow to this team who is trying to climb back and fight into a playoff spot. He leads all forwards on the Penguins in block shots with 59 this season. He leads the entire team in hits with 81 this season. And in both categories, when it comes to block shots among forwards, no one is anywhere close to him. Lars Eller is second, but that is far, far behind him in that lead. And when it comes to hits, the only player that's close to him is Crystal Tang, I think is in the 70s, and everybody else is in the 50s or lower. So he is by far the leader of this team when it comes to doing a lot of the little things. He's good in the face-off dot. He blocks shots like a maniac. He puts his body on the line. You heard that from Chris Letang and Brian Rust and, and everybody last night. Jake Gensel mentioned it in his post-game press conference. The dude puts his body on the line every single night. But most importantly, he is one of, if not, and this is a big if not, I mean, this is practically is their best penalty killer. Certainly their best penalty killing forward you could argue that Pedersen and this season, Chris Letang, and obviously every team's best penalty killer is their goaltender. So Alex Nedeljkovic and Tristan Jari are up there. But Nola Chari is in that mix. Certainly the best forward and in the mix for the best penalty killer on the Penguins. With Nola Chari in the lineup, with Nola Chari at their disposal, which is 38 game sample size, the penalty kill has an 83% success rate, which is... If that was what they had done over the entire season, 83% would be third in the National Hockey League. Without Nolachari, which I'm going to say is nine games played, including last night, because he was injured before any of the penalty kills. The Penguins went two for two on the kill yesterday. Achari got hurt before the Penguins took any penalties. So, including last night, which is nine games played, they have a 75% success rate. So a drop in 8% success rate 
with and without one player, and that's Nolachari. Where does 75% sec- success rate rank? 28th in the NHL. And they have a 3-3-3 three, three, and three overall record without Nolachari. Third to 28th. That's not a slight drop. That's not a insignificant drop. That's not a small stat that, you know, oh, that's unfortunate, but you can overcome. That is going from a top three penalty kill unit to 28th in the National Hockey League. When you talk about special teams and the impact that they have on games, it won them the game last night. Special teams won the Penguins the game last night. We've all obviously talked about the power play inefficiencies and the issues and the struggles that they are going through because of that. If you're missing Nola Chari and your penalty kill is all of a sudden struggling as well, you're going to have a hard time making up ground in the Eastern Conference standings. So, you know, for the best interest of the team, which is secondary right now, obviously, first and foremost is the health of Nola Chari. But for the best interest of the team, they better hope that he's able to be on the mend and heal rather quickly so they can get him back so they can have a good penalty kill so they could have a reliable penalty kill like I said health of the man is first and foremost but secondary going from third in the NHL on the penalty kill with him in the lineup to 28th in the NHL without that is a massive massive drop off that cannot be understated as the team goes forward and tries to make up ground like I said they do have an error apparent that's already at the NHL level I would expect Colin White to slot into that role in Achari's absence. White has had five games played at the NHL level this season. He was a fixture in the Florida Panthers lineup, the bottom of their lineup last year as they went on to the Stanley Cup final. So he's not a scrub. But again, you cannot make up for the physicality. You cannot make up for the sacrifice that this guy makes on a night-in and night-out basis. And you cannot make up for that type of production on the man disadvantage. So obviously my best goes out to Nolachari. I hope he's doing okay today. It's nice to hear after the game, Mike Sullivan say that he was doing okay. He's being evaluated. So we'll have to wait and see. The Penguins do not practice today. They are off. They will be back at practice tomorrow. So I'm assuming that's where you'll get your next update on Nolachari. We'll obviously monitor this situation as time goes on, but this is a massive, massive blow. The Penguins would lose a key player to this nasty injury. So you're hoping that he's all right. Obviously, couple things to wait for updates surrounding Achari and updates surrounding Brendan Dillon and whether or not he will be suspended aka whether or not he'll be in the lineup Saturday for what could become a very very physical and very very high penalized game between the Penguins and the Winnipeg Jets but that's going to do it for this episode of Iceberg to Go thank you guys so much for tuning in remember you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from